0: Welcome to Gin Spired, brought to you by the TheGinShop.ca. This podcast will take you on a journey into the world of gin, where you'll experience this versatile spirit in ways you never thought possible. Now the host of Gin Spired, Heather E. Wilson.
1: Hello and welcome to Gin Spired, where we talk about and celebrate everything about the wonderful juniper-laced spirit called Gin. I'm your host, Heather E. Wilson. And on today's episode, I am super pumped and excited to welcome back Nikki Osterley, co-founder of Papaiti Gin, located in Whanganui, New Zealand. I said it. Uh, (laughs) Today, we are going to catch up on her journey and experiences of starting a craft gin distillery in New Zealand during a pandemic, where they are now in the process you know, we're going to catch up on that. And then your first gin products. And of course, we're going to share a cocktail and a fun gin incident, or maybe two. Welcome back, Nikki. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Yes, I've been wanting to have this catch up episode for a while. <laughs> uh, now, boom, it's the time. It's the time. And I know we have so much to talk about. But first, we're going to start by sharing what we are drinking today. And Nikki, you get to go first. What are you drinking today?
0: I have a Negroni. Yeah, I love a Negroni. Gin Vermouth Campari. And it's with our Wanganui Dry Gin. Perfect. It's just the perfect summer drink. I know you guys aren't all in winter, but yes. here it's really, really hot. And this is just the perfect drink.
1: Wow. See, I drink Negronis all year round. Oh,
0: <laughs> Don't tell them
1: summer <laughs> or winter. Of course. <laughs> in fact... Probably weekly, I have Negroni. <laughs> All right. Well, today it is technically winter here, even though it's kind of a rainy, cold, drizzly winter day. So I am having a hot gin toddy. And I know a lot of people don't think that you can warm gin up, but you can warm gin up. And it's actually really awesome because the botanicals like really kind of open up when you warm it up. So this is kind of my go to, especially if I have a cold, but gin tea of any kind lemon juice which I prefer but some people put orange juice a little bit of simple syrup or I use honey and if you have a cough (laughs) I'm just telling you it makes you great (laughs) cough relief but also just yummy and warms you up if it's a cold damp day okay so I don't know how they may not know but let's start with a quick recap for our listeners where we were a year ago (laughs) Is crazy, you know. Well, not even, it was less than a year ago. March, I think it was. It was my spring ish almost a year. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, can you just share the story that kind of got you started and led you to creating the craft distillery during the pandemic?
0: So, yeah, last time we talked, it all felt so very theoretical. <laughs> so, we very spontaneously moved to Wanganui and June 2021, realized that all the trees around the house were actually a pear orchard and then started thinking about what to do with all the pears. And people floated the ideas of like perry or you know, gym, that kind of stuff. And then we started thinking, oh, maybe Jim, And at mm-hmm. the same time, I went to a conference that was an entrepreneurial bootcamp, you know, how mm-hmm. to start your own business, how to realize your dreams. And that kind of lit a spark like, oh, yeah, I always wanted to start my own business. Let's do that together. Let's not wait another five, 10 years. Let's actually do something now. And what could we do? Ooh, pay oh, Piers, oh, Jim. It really happened very fast. And all right. the pieces fell into place. We figured, let's look into how we could possibly do that. So we bought a five-liter copper still, learned how to make gin, watched a lot of YouTube videos. Seriously, Mm. the knowledge of the world is on YouTube. And figured out what the paperwork looks like when you want to open up a distillery. It's a lot of admin, a lot of licenses and permissions. But then we just registered the business name and then it pretty much went from there. So we took step by step by step by step. And I think last time we spoke in March, we were working on our resource consent. And yeah, now we're actually selling... Yeah. I know. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. yeah we chatted, um,
1: I think you had just ordered the still. Like you knew it wasn't coming till like August or September or something like that.
0: Yeah. So we ordered a hundred liter still and a 400 liter still. The 400 liter still is still on a ship <gasps> and it arrive within the next three to four weeks. It's actually super exciting. Ooh. The 100 liter still was already in the country. So we started actually distilling on that one early August. Okay. And then sorted all the other stuff off like customs control license, finances, food business registration, manager's license, all of these things. So once we had the food business registration, that was mid September. And that's when we were allowed to sell to bottle shops, restaurants, bars. Okay. We're still working on our off license, which is the license you need to sell from the seller door and online. Okay. But we went through all the steps. We're actually sitting here waiting for the letter to tell us when. And it's like, it's a matter of, days. Nice. <laughs> it's getting there. Yeah. So, okay. Super exciting.
1: So... You got your still, it arrived, the smaller one. What the heck did you do then? Like you already had what you hoped to be your recipe. Like you'd already kind of fine-tuned your mm-hmm. recipe. It was just a matter of making it. Or like, what do you do? Like a still, ooh, here's a still. Like <laughs>
0: <laughs> At that point, we had two recipes. We had done the research on the five-liter copper still. And mm-hmm. then it was a matter of scaling it slowly up to figure out if it's still the same quantities of botanicals in the 100-liter still. That's what we did. We launched with two impressions. The orchard, which is a pick, Kava Kava gin and the wanganui dry which is in the style of a london dry with pink peppercorn almond and mint mm. and we're currently working on expressions three and four well we have them we just just mm. working with the labels actually and hopefully we're going to launch with number three early january and number four probably end of january because the label is a bit more clear.
1: wow you guys are just <laughs> moving and shaking so <laughs> did you set up the still like
0: yourself yeah pretty huh. much it's not that hard. Okay. I, just, I don't know. It's just was like, was like was so like, intimidating. Well, it does come with instructions. Oh, well, that's, <laughs> but it's, that's good. It's fairly... I mean, if you've talked to a lot of distillers and watched a lot of distillation YouTube videos, you know what it looks like. And yeah, we did that ourselves. We had an electrician had to come in, like, basically sort out the entire electrical lining of that... Of the premises because, like, a 20 year old building and nothing has right. been updated in a long time. But apart from that, yeah, we did that and that went really well. So, we put like a large water tank into the distillery so that it recirculates the cooling water so we're not wasting any water there. Right. And that's all set up. We're really waiting for the 400 liter still that's a lot bigger and <laughs> it's going to be like a centerpiece in the distillery. Right. And we like ladies' help with that. Okay. Yeah.
1: Okay, so you just like put it together and then start throwing ingredients in and woohoo, there's your first batch of gin. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it sounds well,
1: too easy. <laughs> well, there <laughs> is a gin <ginsetum> coming. Oh, <laughs> I was just going to ask you, did things go
0: as you thought they would? So, <laughs> <Not> quite, no, why <laughs> no. No, it was a bit wild. So the first time we rerun it, we didn't use the entire 100 liters. We slowly scaled up, I think, to maybe 40 or so. I don't remember. But we slowly scaled up. And then Adrian was alone running it. I was on a play day with our son. And I suddenly get a call from him. And he's like, oh, I think we have a problem. But, oh, God. Oh, no. What? <laughs> what? Did it explode? Is it broken? Anything? Coming out green. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, what? Oh, God. It's absent. What? <laughs> <laughs> I came like, you showed me on the, on the video call. It was like this green sludge coming out. I'm like, shit, that's not supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, okay, I'll see what I can do. I'll call you later. And I was like, oh, it's going to happen. Making like a massive mistake. We can't do this. It still is broken. We can't run it. Oh. And he didn't call because obviously he was busy fixing stuff. And I was just like, oh, my head, like, oh, my God, oh, my God, mm-hmm. this is doomed before we even launch. And then I called him about an hour later. I was <laughs> like, oh, yeah, yeah, I got it sorted. You know, there's a valve. <laughs> and it turned out that the reflux water just collects at the top and you mm-hmm. can just release it. But if you don't, it just comes out with the gin is green so yeah that was a lesson learned (laughs) yeah
1: (laughs) any big pieces of advice for anyone
0: thinking of starting a distillery from a big lesson you might have learned i mean i think the number one lesson is everything will take a lot longer than you think Mm. i think when we registered the business in october we thought we could launch end of march and effectively we launched end of September, everything (laughs) takes longer. Like all those licenses, those consent forms, all of that. Right. It's just you always have to consider people in offices pushing papers along and and taking their time because you're not always like front of the queue. So Why not? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Everything takes longer. And then I think what really, really helped us is we started telling our story really early on and we registered the food business mid-September and a week before then we got contacted by a distributor who wanted to work with us. Mm. So we actually launched already having a sales rep for the lower North Island and upper South Island, which is amazing. That never happens. And that was incredibly amazing relationship and we're super grateful this happened and I think it happened because we were quite out and open about what we're doing and about that journey and we had I think about a thousand followers before we even had a product yeah and that really helped. so I mean if you're planning to start a distillery just like share it think about your marketing think about who you're talking to who's your audience and already start like sharing that story very candidly, like the ups and downs. Right. And we have some people who've been following us since the early, early days. They yeah. seem to seem like our greatest cheerleaders. And that is so cool to see. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so
1: let's go back and talk about your gin again. And yeah. I would just like to say super thank you for sending me some. I must be like the only person in north america
0: you are the only person on the american continent like north and south wow
1: (laughs) see i am like super honored and i have batch (laughs) number one so all you listeners feel jealous because it's (laughs) it's really great yes so i have the orchard which
0: has the pear in it and the kawakawa very yeah, that's kind of our signature, jam because it all started mm-hmm. with the pears. So the pear is the sweetness, but it's not okay. overwhelming. And the kawakawa is a plant often used for medicinal purposes by Maori. So you can make teas out of it and I think lotions. And the leaves I have a slightly peppery note. Mm-hmm. So you will taste through that slightly peppery note. Okay, and- so
1: it goes perfect for my gin hot toddy because it's absolutely proper. Yeah,
0: <laughs> we had a lot of hot toddies over winter.
1: <laughs> it worked really well. Yeah, it does. Awesome. Okay. So, and you mentioned, so you had your expression number two, that's your more London dry
0: traditional? Yeah, the Wanganui dry with pink peppercorn, almond, and mint. We experimented a lot with that one and the almond Mm -hmm. really gives it a nice, smooth mouthfeel. And the pink peppercorn is not related to your usual pepper. It's more of a fruity, sweet note, but with a hint of pepper and it ends in a kicker of mint. Wow. See, I'm just
1: going to have to come visit you.
0: You absolutely <laughs> <can't>. <laughs> Okay.
1: And so you mentioned that you've got two more expressions that are mm-hmm.
0: New Year. So the third expression is going to be called potager, like a French kitchen garden. Mm-hmm. And that's actually my very first expression. Ooh. I'm so responsible for it. And I'm so stoked. It's a citrus-forward one with rose herb, basil, and stinging nettle. Oh and it's really nice. I like it a lot.
1: Yeah. (laughs) It's very citrusy
0: and a little bit floral. And the fourth one is called Mountains to Sea. And what you might not know, there is this Mountains to Sea cycleway running from the central plateau of the North Island to the sea here in Wanganui. And this gin emulates the plants growing along that cycle trail. So horopito from the central plateau, which is also a peppery note, mm-hmm. and grapefruit from along the river, and kelp from the sea. So wow. it ends in like the slightly salty note.
1: Mm, that sounds delicious too.
0: <laughs> okay, so
1: any more fun incident stories? I'm sure you have.
0: Lots. <laughs> I'm you sure we could probably us.
1: sit all day <laughs> and you could just tell me stories, but we only
0: have so much time. Ah. So, oh. give me at least one really good one, maybe two. Oh God, the green gin one was my good one. Oh God, there was just uh, so much that happened along the way. Like, and it's not necessarily gin related. It's more like distillery related. Like, well, that's okay. It's a gin distillery. Like painting the bloody floor multiple times only to realize that it's the wrong paint. And it chipped and we had to basically take it all off and sanding the floors only to realize that you could actually wash it off. And it's like weekends of my life spent on this floor <laughs> or realizing that you shouldn't stand on a certain spot in front of the while you're distilling because I mean, oh, the other that gets
1: you—the
0: fumes got you on that. One. <laughs> oh God, yeah. There's
1: just yeah, a lot of those things. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm sure if we were sitting there drinking Negronis together, I'd hear quite a few stories. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, anything else you'd like to share about anything?
0: Well, yeah. I mean, if you want to start a distillery, just go for it because it's actually very rewarding. That's really one thing we really learned. There was no one in this entire process who said, what the hell are you doing? Why are you doing this? No one needs this. There was exclusively people saying, yeah, absolutely go for it. That is perfect. We need this here. It's great. Can we help? We didn't expect that. So yeah, looking at when we started, it was like, oh God, this is going to be a massive pile of work and will it be worth it? And Mm -hmm. what will people say? And is it going to be easy or not? Definitely not easy, but it was very encouraging just to see how much people wanted to help and wanted to support us. That was great. And then... If you look at making the gin, we can sit here evenings long and talk about botanical combinations. Mm. And like just playing through in our heads what could work with each other. Oh Nettle, could that work with Basil? Yeah, but you want to tune down a little bit the rose hip, or could mm. you add some more grapefruit? And just like thinking about those combinations, like each of those expressions, we've talked about it at length for weeks on end. I'm sure yeah. before actually trying the first time. And then it was a matter of fine-tuning, but it is just you know. Oh, because gin is so creative. As long as Juniper is dominant, you can do whatever you want to. Yeah. And it's really great fun. Yeah, it's the good. creative
1: process. Super yeah, fun. absolutely. Okay, well, there you have it. Everything you ever wanted to know about Nikki and their Papayiti Gin Distillery and the update, what it takes to create a distillery and a new signature gin from scratch, all the ups and downs and Things you got to learn and so much more. And thank you so much, Nikki, for being here. Thanks for having me. I totally appreciate you coming back and giving us an update and just makes me want to go visit you even more. Oh, please do. Yeah. And now we can actually come to New Zealand because it's not on lockdown anymore. Yeah. So that's even better. There we go. Because when we talked last, I think we were still in some form of not being able to travel. Yeah. I think our borders were still closed. Yes. I think they opened
0: June. Yeah. Oh, I'm not sure something like
1: that. Yeah, all righty. And thank you for listening. Be sure to leave us a review and check out the show notes for links to Papaiti Gin Craft Distillery and the ginshop.ca for all your gin clothing and novelty needs. Until next time, remember, smile. there's gin.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of Gin Inspired, brought to you by the ginshop.ca. If we've gin inspired you, let us know by leaving us a comment and a review. Or drop us a note at heather at the ginshop.ca. We may even read your email or feature your gin inspirational story in an upcoming episode. And remember to follow us on social media. Until next time, let the party be gin.